0: Hey, sisters, did you know that we launched a new podcast? Yeah, Undiet, your coaching podcast, is now live. This show is dedicated to teachings that will help non diet coaches and professionals grow their professional skills with intuitive eating, body image, mindset coaching, and also learning business skills with ethics and social justice value. This podcast is the go-to resource for all non-diet coaches and professionals, but it's also for you, the client, that are being coached. If you want more and you're curious on the behind the scene on all things non-diet, this is the place for you to be. We have over 20 episodes ready for you, but we also wanted to share a few on this feed because I know many of our listeners of the Going to Beyond the Food show are professional and coaches and you may not know that we have this brand new podcast so over the next few weeks we will be sharing weekly clips teaser format of our new episode you can also find a full series of episodes like if you're all in and you're like this is for me you can search for on diet your coaching on all podcast platform or you can come to our website at www.stephaniedodesy.com on Diet Your Coaching. Ready for a teaser of on Diet Your Coaching podcast? Let's do this. I learned so much from working with you. So Michelle was one of the consultant and the engineer behind my consumer business on Diet Your Life. And she'll refer to that throughout the podcast, but... I've learned so much from working with you that I know you're not gonna like we only have 40 minutes, but you're mm-hmm. going to do your best to teach people. Yes. And one of thing I learned from you is the concept of bro marketing. Mhm. What yes. the heck is bro marketing? <laughs> well, bro
1: marketing is the predominant form of marketing that we see in online business or in the online space in general. And it's marketing that uses a variety of tactics like scarcity, authority, social proof, neuro-linguistic programming. And if you don't know what that is, good. (laughs) But you'd probably do not want to be using it in your marketing in sales. But the purpose of using this is basically to manipulate you into making a sale. So what bro marketing does in the mind of the consumer, it shuts down critical thinking and eliminates our ability to consent to like, be persuaded, to think through things. So it really takes away our agency so that we make a decision not based on what's best for us, what's best for our business, but because of like the fear of missing out. Or like, oh, well, this person says that this is the thing my business needs or my life needs, so I better do it. And you just pull out your credit card and sometimes make really large purchases without thinking it through and using your critical
0: thinking skills. I used to call it before I met you, diet culture marketing. So mm-hmm. the listener will like understand diet culture versus the non-diet approach. Yeah. Diet culture marketing is bro marketing. Yes. hundred I have used it. Like I have to say, because that was the only thing back eight years ago. That was the only thing out there.
1: Well, and we weren't having this conversation at all about ethical marketing versus bro marketing or diet culture marketing, and it has been the thing that is taught in the online space it is literally the air we breathe in we breathe the water we swim in and so it's not surprising that you who you're a very ethical person and want to have an above board business like you were using these tactics because it's what was taught and even when i came in like i have a phd i used to teach persuasion i could see what these marketers were teaching and i thought well I guess that's just the way it's done in business because I didn't really know. I knew it wasn't great. It didn't feel aligned, but I kind of fell for it too.
0: Well, I can tell you it felt yucky. Mm-hmm. For years, I sat in those health mastermind practitioner and I felt yucky, but I'm like, okay, well, that's the thing I have to do. So let's do it, right? Yeah. Even though it didn't feel good.
1: I know. And the thing is it works, it really does work, it shortcuts your thinking, it you know, it increases your bottom line. But at the same time, there's some consequences to that where if you're using these tactics, then you're getting people who aren't right for your product, your service, and they can feel resentful. So while it might be great for a fast cash grab, like if you want actual like loyalty and people to refer you, then you really shouldn't be using these kinds of tactics. And really giving people their agency to make a decision about whether or not this program is right.
0: So if we don't partake into bro marketing, so for many, many people listening, they're like, this is the first introduction to bro marketing. Yeah. They're probably like, so then what else? So the Mm -hmm. opposite to bro marketing is ethical marketing.
1: Yeah. So it is ethical marketing where at the end of the day, you give people agency. The agency to make a decision, yes or no, without you being attached to it. The agency to enter into your sales process, your marketing funnel, because at the end of the day, you want them to make the best decision for themselves. And so as a person who's out there doing marketing, what ends up having to happen is that your message has to change. Because the great thing about bro marketing is that you can use like a lot of swipes and templates and all of these resources out there. And you don't have to think about, well, how do I need to position this and make an argument for this and help people come over their resistance to taking a certain action by giving them the information they need. And so being an ethical marketer means you really have to know what your values are first off and how to apply those and use those as a filter in what marketing techniques you are using. Because I I mean, you and I have talked about this before, that it's not necessarily that scarcity is bad. Like, scarcity is actually a neutral thing. And it it exists naturally. Because if you have a course that starts on a certain date, you got to tell people that. If you have capacity for 10 people, you can tell people that. Like, that's okay. But if you're just like, I don't know, trumping up some scarcity, like a disappearing bonus or something during a launch, and the purpose of that is to juice your sales numbers, then that's kind of an ethical quagmire you're getting yourself into.
0: Yeah. Or literally fabricating scarcity that is not present. Like I was taught that years ago, like just pretend that it's closing and then plan already to reopen it. Like that's not ethical. Only doing that to sell. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I've seen that so many times where people are like, the card is closing, the card is closing. And then like, oh, we had some technical difficulty, so we're going to leave it open for two more days. And I'm like, did you really have some technical difficulty or are the numbers
0: not what you want them to be? So bro marketing is when we generally coerce mm-hmm. people into buying. Yes. And ethical marketing is when we build an argument to demonstrate the value of our offer is that correct yeah
1: yeah and when we do that we're helping people make an active decision to say yes or to say no but your job as a business person is just to give people the information they need to make a decision because I don't want people languishing in indecision that sucks so how can I help you decide like this is for you or this isn't for you And we do that through our message and building that argument on our sales pages or through our marketing materials.
0: So let's go down to the next step. Another thing that I learned from you is the concept of messaging versus marketing.
1: Yes, so, and I think people get this confused a whole lot, along with copywriting, because they'll also Mm -hmm. think that the copy that goes on your website, that's messaging, but it's not. So messaging is, the shortcut to think about it is what you're going to say. So it's an overarching strategy that feeds into your marketing, your PR, your copy, but it's the overarching, like, this is what I'm going to say. I have the three word rebellion instead of a unique selling proposition, but here's how. I'm different and how I'm communicating that. And once I get people's attention, how do I strategically move them from like not knowing me at all to me introducing to them what the real problem is, to showing them the solution to having them make the decision to buy or not buy. And so that's the overarching strategy. Then you take that strategy and you apply it to your marketing because marketing is just basically tactics to reach more people. Like that's the goal of marketing, is to reach more people, build your brand awareness, and get them interested in your offer. So some of that lead generation. But we need to have a message before we can go to market, because if we don't know what to say, our marketing doesn't really work and it's a little bit all over the place and then we get frustrated or we sit down to write social media posts and like, oh, I don't know. What do I say in these? Because we're trying to implement some tactics or a marketing strategy without knowing what to say in order to get people's attention and
0: create connection with them. Hey love, love having this conversation and I'm honored to share this platform with brilliant women from all corners of the world sharing the same mission to build a future for the next generation of women where all bodies are good bodies. So if you want to hear the whole thing, you can subscribe to Undiet Your Coaching podcast on all podcast platform. Or you can listen live on our website at www.stephaniedozier.com forward slash on your coaching. I'll see you on the other side of the subscribe button.